at odds with that. We've done a great deal for her, you cannot deny that, and I can't say she's ever shown the slightest evidence of gratitude. Peggy had heard all of this before, and had no need nor desire to hear it again. She set her cup on the kitchen counter, grabbed her purse, and said bye, in the middle of her mother's monologue. She paused in the hall just long enough to run a comb through her long, dark hair, and she was out of the apartment. She clambered into her battered Jaguar Roadster, and in a few minutes she was cutting in and out of the afternoon traffic, making for the airport. She was ever aware of the admiring glances she got from men in passing cars. Of course it pleased her. Vanity, thy name is Peggy, she teased herself, without taking any of it very seriously. She looked forward to her reunion with Allison, with mixed feelings. It would be nice to see Allison again. In many ways they had been closer than real sisters might have been. On the other hand, she had no doubt Allison would be in a foul mood, having been refused the summer trip she wanted, and when Allison was in a foul mood, Peggy sighed. She hated having to deal with problems, and generally speaking, if there was a way to avoid trouble, she would find it. With Allison, however, that was sometimes just impossible to do. She was surprised when she saw Allison at the airport, how Allison had grown up over the last year. Not in size. It would be many years before Allison's slim, petite figure changed much. But the shy, awkward waif had given way to an attractive, determined young woman who strode purposely toward the gate where Peggy waited. Peggy's usual pace, leisurely and graceful, was no match for Allison's swift progress along the corridor. "'It's good to see you,' Peggy said, hurrying to keep up. "'I'm surprised anyone even came for me. I thought I'd been disinherited.' Allison's mouth was set in a petulant expression. She tossed her head, sending her blonde hair shimmering. "'Oh, Allison, how can you say that?' I've even been making plans for the summer, for just the two of us. I thought we'd leave right away for the lake. The lake? Allison stopped so abruptly that Peggy nearly went on by. Lake Erie? Well, of course, Lake Erie. We haven't been there in so long. We can be a couple of little kids. Allison began walking again, faster and more determined. I asked for a trip to Florence and Rome, and I end up at Hunter's Point? It's enough to make me want to turn right around and leave again. Why don't you, then? Peggy challenged her, feeling stung. No, seriously, if you find the prospect of a few weeks with me so distasteful, you certainly aren't under any obligation. If you'd rather be somewhere else, then go wherever you want. And what am I going to go on? Certainly not on the meager allowance the family doles out to me. I've barely been able to meet my school expenses out of that, let alone pay for a trip. Peggy half opened her mouth to make the expected answer. In the past, that sort of remark would have been quite enough to coax her to open her purse. She was always able to set aside a little out of her own allowance, and she had never been stingy about sharing it with Allison. But this time, her better judgment kicked in. Allison had been expelled from school, after all, and the European trip had been denied as a form of punishment. She couldn't satisfy Allison's every whim just to appease her anger. Instinctively, Peggy tightened her grip on her purse. That isn't fair. You know you get the same allowance that I get, and you always have. Yes, but yours is supplemented. Every time you want something, they always come across without a question. Of course, you are the real daughter, and I'm only an add-on. Peggy was tempted to reply sharply to that unfair remark, but they had reached the baggage area and were now surrounded by other passengers waiting for their luggage, too. We'll talk about this when we get in the car, she said firmly. Allison's lower lip moved outward slightly, but she kept her silence and began to scan the arriving bags, looking for hers the expensive Vuitton set the family had given her when she went away, as Peggy was tempted to remind her. By the time they were in the car, though, Peggy had regained her composure. Look, she said, as she drove out of the parking lot, this trip to the lake isn't mandatory for you, you know. Just because I'm going, you don't have to if you don't want to. 
I thought the law was being laid down. Allison was still being petulant, her long blonde hair whipped about her face in the wind. The admiring glances from passing males were definitely on the increase. Peggy, who knew she herself was attractive, had always felt somewhat awed by Allison's beauty. Not in the least. I just thought you'd enjoy being with me at the lake more than you would spending the next few weeks with the folks, but it's really up to you. There was a long silence while Allison digested that. Then, as Peggy had known she would, she sighed and said, I guess I'll go to the lake with you. And I'll guess, Peggy thought wryly, but did not say, this is going to be a doozy of a vacation. She smiled as she whipped the jag around, a slow-moving delivery van in her path. Allison was simply angry now and disappointed at not getting her way. But tomorrow night, they'd be at the lake, where they'd first met, and where they had shared many girlhood adventures. Allison would work herself out of the sulks, and when Allison was in a good mood, she could be such fun. It would be just like old times, at least...